Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. Why? My my talk 1071, everything entertainment. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hi. Oh, it's Thursday. And uh, the Harry and Megan episodes four through six on Netflix has been dropped. It dropped at midnight. We haven't even had time to watch it yet. Let's go across the pond, shall we? You've not watched the second half of the Harry and Meghan on Netflix experience? I haven't because it was dropped at midnight. So, what's your excuse? I didn't want to get up at the time. I used to get up and start (laughs) watching it it because I'm enjoying Sleep Again an hour and a half. Yeah, I'd be curious. And congrats, by the way. I'm glad you've got that extra little bit of sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, You seem to be the same person that I know and love. So, that's inspiring. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Hopefully, that doesn't change. I'll let you know. But in the meantime, I, too, have not, like you, gotten through the second half. I haven't even gotten through the first half. So the first three episodes dropped of Harry and Meghan on Netflix. Let us know, listeners, if you've got thoughts and opinions about it, if you've been listening or excuse me, watching or listening to us rather talk about it. But we got some revelations in this second dump. I here's. Even though I haven't watched the whole thing, I read the report of the report just because I'm like, okay, everybody's talking about this story yes. today. Like every site we go to, T- well, not TMC, I don't think. I don't know. I didn't check. Page Six, People, Daily Mail, the Us Sun. Weekly, The Sun. That's the UK and the US Sun. Both yeah. have this story as the top. And it's got headlines like, for example, here's one from People. Prince Harry says Prince William broke their vow to never pit offices against each other. Uh, Quote, heartbreaking. Over on page six, I mean, you can't uh, swing a copy of page six. It's definitely their lead story as well. What's that? Do you have the headline Uh, in front of you? I've got it. Okay, go ahead. Prince William, Kate Middleton haven't watched Harry and Meghan. Prince Harry, royal family may never give me an apology. More on that in a minute. But like everybody's talking about this story. And frankly, I think it's because 
it's oddly unrelatable and totally relatable at the same time. That's right. Everybody has rifts sometimes, unless you're just a complete nuclear family that has never had any turmoil. There are ups and downs in family relationships. So it is relatable. It's totally relatable. And then the unrelatable piece, of course, is this is happening to members of the British royal family, an institution that makes no sense to us whatsoever, yet we are utterly transfixed and fascinated by, perhaps, or disgusted by. I mean, really, some people, I think, watch in disgust. Uh, Fascination doesn't have to like something, right, right. to exist. So that's the un totally unrelatable thing but yet it we're just pulled in because these two very close brothers who we all grew up with because again weird royal family everybody is in the public eye we grew up with these two and everybody thought these you know were the bright future of this family and now they've essentially been torn apart and mostly fueled by the flames of a just horrendous and horrific tabloid media, but also because, like in many families, sometimes people just can't get over their stuff. It's true. And think about it in the way that what is not like us in that, you know, William will be king. Harry won't be king unless, God forbid, I'm definitely not putting this out there, but something tragic happened to the entire yeah, a lot of things. Family, yeah. because mm-hmm. in line are Louis and first before yeah. Harry. It doesn't go to William then Harry and the other children. He's fifth in line, or I think he comes after the, the children. children. Yeah, so he comes after a, the children for sure. Yeah. Charlotte's even before him. Yeah, so Princess, the little Princess Charlotte. So, um, so they come from different worlds. William and uh, and Kate, they have to maintain a certain level of privacy and secrecy. They have to go by the royal code of we don't talk about anything because of their position. Harry is in a different position where he's decided to leave and, you know, he he just has a different, it's a different way of living your life. He's choosing to leave. William can't leave. Yeah, William okay? cannot. He can't leave. He has to this is, and again, totally unrelatable because in what other world would your job become uh, come between you and your brother? That's right. Right. And you're so far down the totem pole that if, like, let's say your dad owned a company and, you know, it's two brothers, one is definitely going to inherit the company, but the other one will never, for no reason other than this monarchy of how, how it goes. So think about and that. And yet it was that job. That made Harry leave. That's right. Yeah, because he had duties, but it's never going to be like you're going to own the company. Yeah. You're just going to be the head of advertising. And you could never go any further than that. That's right. Even though at one time you were, what? I don't know, what, what however closest Harry ever got, but he was right after William. If before. William hadn't married and him, that's had the, kids. the nefarious thing about, and this is, uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Harry and Meghan um, Netflix documentary. And I, I, I will tell you, frankly, when I first heard about this documentary, I was like not all that excited about it. But the level of candor and honesty that Harry and Meghan have shared, whether you agree with them and their decision to leave, <clears throat> Whatever you feel about them aside, you you have to admit that they have been completely open and honest in a way mm. that other royals and former royals have not. I don't even know that you can. I mean, I just the only other former royals I can think of are like, you know, the Windsors who went off and uh, with Wallace Simpson and yes, and uh, what's yeah. his name, Edward. 
Edward who abjected. Abdicated. Abdicated. They went off to Ab- France. Abjected is is has something to do with adjectives. Does it? That, uh, sure. Yeah, I just yeah. Uh so right. So you've got that and then you have like people like, you know, um Sarah Ferguson. Who's yeah. like, bye, I'm gonna be me and I'm gonna be weird and scandalous. So she has a pass as well. But she's still loved and adored. And she she and Andrew are still living together. I know. Weird, huh? They were like, those two, that's a whole nother story. But anyway, the moral of the story is, so you know, everybody's talking about, I just found this completely more fascinating than I thought, this Harry and Meghan. But now, uh, Williams people are also sort of, because they can't, like, it's awesome for Harry and Meghan, because now that they're outside of the royal family, institutionally, uh, work-wise... They can produce their own voice. They can talk. They can have their very, own voice. Very reminiscent of Diana, because remember? Really yes. And Diana going to talk to the BBC? Yes. Uh, Even though she was tricked. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. She got tricked bad. Real bad. I can't believe. They made up documents. Why? Like, ooh, look at these receipts that we have. But her, those Martin words Bashir. were her own. Martin yeah. Bashir, yeah. Anyway, the, the the moral of the story is this sounds very reminiscent, but now that Harry and Meghan have this ability to speak openly, mm. you have to believe that William and Kate are just beside themselves. Which is the point of all of these, like, the, this damage has been done, you can never take this back, our privacy has been, you know, put out there to the public, and I'll never forgive you. That's sort of, he feels like he's never going to be forgiven. Um, I think we have a sound clip of yeah. him briefly talking yes. about that. I've had to make peace with the fact that probably never going to get genuine accountability or a genuine apology. You know, my wife and I were, were moving on. We're focused on the on what's coming next. In the first three episodes, they really focused on everyone was like, oh, good, they're not destroying the family. They focused on the paparazzi and how they were the evil ones. Yeah. I believe, and you guys let us know if you've had time this morning to watch it in the last 12 hours. Let us know how you feel about it. And if you think that how you feel about Harry and Meghan revealing these other things, you know, about whatever they reveal about William and Kate, I think that there is a lot of from what I've read from all the, you know, tabloids here is that they talk about so much gaslighting that happened in the palace that they kept basically trying to condition them to just go along with it. And just like, you know, no, that isn't happening to Megan. It's what happens to everyone. And they're like, no, but this is different. This is racism. This is. And they're like, no, it isn't. Don't you love that when people tell you no, when there's like, yeah, and this is like, a pencil. And they're like, no, it isn't. It's a pen. And then there's a whole institution behind them going, yeah, that's a pen. Yeah, it's that's a pen. No, it's a pen. It's a pen. And they're like, What's no, wrong it's clearly a pencil. I have, I've had that experience in my life more than once mm. where you're being told directly to your face that something is what is something it is not. Right. And I will tell you that is one of the most psychologically, uh, I don't even know the word, the appropriate manipulative. word. Manipulative. but just painfully, just hard to grapple with because you just question yourself like, wait, That's what I, gaslighting is. Wait, am, am I? I? Making the, am I am I the one that's am I wrong? Yeah. So, but at the same time, and and to your point about the gaslighting that they talk about, there's also this idea that there are teams. So each principal in the royal family has basically a team, right? So like right. they've got the people trying to defend their place in this institution, and but there's distance between those people and the 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 royal him or herself. So for example. 
William's people are going to do stuff to make Harry and Meghan look bad because that'll be good for William and Kate. Allegedly, you know, according to the stories we've read, right? Sure. But William maybe doesn't know. So in a like even next level gas lady way, William can be like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. And yet there's a whole team of people behind him. And Harry makes this point, I believe, at one point where he says, yeah, so you maybe didn't know, but did you do anything to stop it after I told you about it? And the answer is always no. And that's how he and Megan, I think, got to the point where they were like, this will never change. This is not going to change, and this is why we have to leave. And I think you can understand that. As a human, you could understand feeling trapped and realizing finally, and thank God they have each other, that they go, these people aren't going to change for us. That's right. So either we're just going to have to buy into all of this nonsense, which why would you? Right. Personal attacks, racism, physical insecurity because of all of the press coverage. You uh, you begin to get into their mind in a way that also distances you from the like intense privilege that the royal family has. Because at the same time, you're like, these people have it all. Why would we be so concerned or feeling such emotion for the things they're going through? They'll be fine. But yeah. yeah. That's what I just find fascinating about this is that you feel so connected to what they might be experienced, but we can't relate to it at all. That's correct, because we have jobs and daily lives that they will never know, you know, and it's it's interesting also that apparently they came together, Charles, William and Harry mm. after Prince William died when mm-hmm. he went over the, for the funeral and when he he died. says, I'm sorry, um, uh, Prince Philip. Did I say oh, Prince Philip? Yeah. When Prince Philip, or yes. Yeah, Prince Philip. Prince Philip died. So they came together and talked about them leaving and how that affected them. And there was a discussion, but it wasn't a productive discussion. Yeah. And that's when he realized these things. Yeah. So I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to try to consume it tonight. Squeeze it in. And you have. You're a little bit... I'm like, I'm still in the second episode of the first three. Mm. I don't, like, look, I imagine, like, a lot of our listeners who haven't even gotten through this yet, like, you're... It's hard to watch. I mean, it's it's intense. It's emotional. So I don't know that it's, like, super easy to binge watch, right. like, six episodes, but I would say it's definitely worth watching, and I have learned... And again, you can have your opinions about, you know, the individuals. Like, if I were to ask you, Dawn, mm. are you William and Kate or Harry and Megan? Like, like if you identify with one side more than the other, and that's an impossible question maybe to answer because there's half of my brain is Megan and Harry and the other half is William and Kate, because I understand their positions separately from each other. Yeah. Right. I understand that William and Kate can't talk and and how they have people around them. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That protect that institution at all costs. But what would happen if they did? But if they did talk? Yeah. That would be a new age. I mean, Diana talked, Charles talked. Yeah. Right? They each did individual yeah. interviews. So isn't it interesting how it echoes like that? Right. So what would be the worst thing for William to talk? Uh, for what William to say? Yeah. No, uh, I'm saying what would be the what would be the thing if because you know William and Kate they're like we can't talk because that goes against this institution. Even which though their dad gonna, did. Yeah. Even, even though, though Charles did. Exactly. So Charles is saying you can't talk, but I did once. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, well, Dad, you did it. Why can't I do it? There's probably those discussions going on, too. Oh, I'm sure. They're dying to uh, get their story on. out. Oh, my gosh. Well, if they need us to go over and, you know, report we on could it, all sit we, in a room. we can be there. I'll do the interview. And we'd be nice. We wouldn't follow people on mopeds and, no, you know, chase no, people. just let us in. Yeah. Just let us in. To oh, the my bed. God. We would have a blast. <laughs> you and I. Can you imagine like, just going to London? Can we go down to the kitchen? Yeah, we're going to be down with the cook, and we're going to be making some tea and we crumpets. We have some treats while we do this interview. <laughs> we'll get Darren to come with us, Darren, Darren Grady, the former royal chef. Yes. Oh, God, we're going to have a blast. Hey, when we come back, we're also going to have a blast with Holly, because she's doing a dirt alert. Great. Right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. guys it's the adventures of bradley and dawn and uh, we have a dirt alert with holly roberts hey guys hey hey guys <laughs> welcome to your dirt alert where we're talking about the fact that henry cavill is no longer superman rude no not amused well that was a brief two months that's nasty <laughs> yeah so henry cavill yesterday confirming what new dc universe co-head james gunn said that he is out playing Superman just months after returning to his Man of Steel role at the, uh, spoiler alert, at the end of Black Adam. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, Bradley and I are going to discuss this a little bit later in the show. We've we're not happy feels. about it. Yeah, yeah well, uh, now, here's the nice thing about this story. Well, let first, James Gunn said that he's working on a new Superman movie. We don't know who's going to be playing Superman yet. However, there were discussions between Henry Cavill and the DC folks, and they're working on where to fit him into the broader cinematic universe. So he's not uh, totally out. <laughs> well, I don't approve. That's like that's like when you're like, you know, hey, we love you. You're fabulous. You do great work. And so let's take a look at some other things. You know, maybe you'd be yeah. good for. We Yeah, we love you. Uh, I mean, Do you look, want to be an extra? Yeah, right? Like, I just feel like, I mean, you know, we'll watch because it's Henry Cavill. But it seemed kind of D-baggy to, like, give him the go-ahead. And I realized they then brought up new people who had the right to make their own choices. Yeah. Bad ones, even though they are. Mm. But it still kind of sucks for Henry to get told so publicly. Like, he, he goes to the audience and is like, hey, guys, I'm real excited to be joining you again for this Superman thing. We got all excited. And yeah, then we these did. two yahoos take over and they're like uh actually 
So I just feel like they did him dirty. Mm, Yeah, they did Henry Cavill dirty. And hopefully James Gunn won't do Superman dirty. A new iteration of uh, The Man of Steel. Hopefully, you know, hope they bring a little more comedy or a little lightness to this movie. Okay. I think they will when James Gunn is in charge just because he was celebrated so much for Guardians of the Galaxy, which is, you know, half a comedy. Yeah. True. That's a good point. He also did Suicide Squad. Yeah, because... Do we have to take our superheroes so seriously? No. I mean, oh. God. No. Yeah. I, well, also, we should take them not so... We, I mean, they should really wear less, is what, <laughs> what I'm saying. I hear you. You know, mm-hmm. especially, especially Henry Cavill, because that's what it boils down to. <laughs> so, so what I hear you saying, Bradley, is that you hope in this new Superman or new iteration is that Wonder Woman is making a, a Superman suit out of the same <laughs> material that she makes her invisible jet. Yes, exactly. Yes! Which, by the way, thanks for connecting those dots, because they also got rid of Patty Jenkins. Yes, That's right. To do the next Wonder Woman. And then there's uh, rumors. Oh, God, what were the other rumors? That there's going to be another shakeup. That they're going to just axe a bunch of people. And I can't even remember now what it was. But I'm just like, God, these guys are literally just redoing everything. Well, and remember, earlier this year, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery shelved a Batgirl the whole movie. Oh, God, oh, yes. yes. And it's a tax write-off, and we're never going to be able to see it. They made a whole movie and didn't show it. I yeah. can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I can't. That's that was just crazy to me. I'm like, just distribute it, put they, it out on DVD. I don't know. No, they'd rather get the tax write off. Well, so I now wonder, it's just a number on a spreadsheet. I wonder if they get the tax write off this year. Can they then release it the following year, or did they have to like literally put it in an IRS incinerator? Could very well be. <laughs> Like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Exactly. Area 51. That's where Batgirl is next to the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, (laughs) I'm in that warehouse. Yeah. um, Let's talk about the Golden Globes. They're trying to get some big names to come to the ceremony on January 10th, including Ryan Murphy. He's set to receive the fourth ever Carol Burnett Award for Excellence in Television this year. And earning the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award, it's none other than Eddie Murphy. Oh, I like the idea of Eddie Murphy getting an award. I do, too. I'm still uncomfortable about the Golden Globes. Yeah, well, I think we're all uncomfortable with the Golden Globes. Yeah. 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 So January 10th, uh, you know, we'll probably watch them so that you don't have to get uncomfortable. We will get uncomfortable for you. We'll tell you what exactly. Holly, speaking of uncomfortable, will you stick around? Oh, yeah. I got some uh, Oh, Oh, blind items. items. Share them with us when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. We're having so much fun. fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Be safe out on the roads today, please, if you're listening. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Holly Roberts is stuck around. She's giving us the scoop on secret rumors that will come to pass soon in Hollywood with blind items. Blinded by the items. Oh, yes. Another day, another treasure trove of celebrity gossip mysteries. Fabulous. Let's solve this first mystery. This aging cooking and arts and crafts diva was holding court at an event last week. There she was, sipping wine and vaping pot, while everyone sat spellbound listening to her stories. She's not nearly as formal when she's buzzed like that and was dropping F-bombs like crazy. Ooh! Martha Stewart! Yes! It's a good thing. So she was vaping (laughs) weed? 
Well, pff, duh. Well, she has her own I didn't. I thought that she just had um, CBD oil products, oh. and she said, "I don't smoke pot." Well, but I think she's become a little more she's progressive in her way. Okay. Well, sure. Right. I mean, it could have just been hemp. Who knows? We don't know yeah. what Martha the heck Stewart going on. is living her best life sure right now. Going to jail was the best thing for her. I mean, maybe for her yeah. image. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think probably also just for a sense of like. What bleeps left do I have to give? That's right. Mm-hmm. So okay, not surprised. You got another one in there, Holly? Sure do. <laughs> Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. The former talk show host didn't even talk to her now dead co-star unless it was absolutely necessary. Oh. Yeah, anti lawyer can't think of a time when she even talked to him after the show ended. So her oh. tribute seems disingenuous oh, at best. Let's not do that. Oh. What is it? <laughs> Is it think Kathy Lee? <laughs> no, Regis? think more contemporary. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really have a Regis legitimate is question. No, long no past? he's yes, he's long he passed. Past. Yes, okay. he did a couple years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I. Okay, so you'll think recent? of this. There's a okay. yes. No, we literally talked about this story yesterday. There's a yesterday? tragic story yesterday. Oh, for someone who passed away. Oh. Are we talking about Ellen and Twitch? Mm-hmm. Oh, ooh, read it to me again. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, uh, a little disingenuous in the messaging, Ellen DeGeneres. What NT lawyer is saying is that she didn't talk to Twitch uh, unless it was absolutely necessary. Didn't talk to him after the show ended. So what NT lawyer is saying is that this was a disingenuous tribute. Oh, I see. It seemed a little wooden to me i that said yes sure but also are we not predisposed to think of everything ellen says at this point is like it's somehow not as nice as she wants things to be because of all the bad press she got around Mm. the way she treated her staff i'm not saying it's not possible okay i'm just saying i wonder how much of that is i don't know i just don't want to think of i'm sorry i just don't want to think about people being yeah. Not nice. Yeah. I'm sorry I went all the way back to Regis and Kathy Lee. I, I just actually like want to commend you. Yes. For reliving the Kathy Lee years because you didn't even go to like Kelly and Regis. Oh, yeah. You went like which it doesn't Kathy, what you went I like asked. Funship Cruise back. <laughs> yeah, you went like Slim Fast back. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys went baby Cody back. <laughs> exactly. Frank. Oh. oh. But well, honestly, and even it didn't even make sense. Like, of course, they were friends and they talked all the time. Well, and remember, she's all up uh, Kelly's business because Kelly was talking out of school in her memoir. And Kelly or Kathy did not like that on local news. No, she did not. She had an interview with the local media outlet and was not. She, she doesn't was not. Know. She doesn't want anyone to discredit Regis's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God and love it's her. understandable. Yeah. He was her friend. Yeah. Let's do another one. Okay. It looks like the rest of the world is finally discovering what NT Lawyer uh, has already told you about the A-list everything in her own mind celebrity. She's not liked by anyone who is not as famous as her. She treats everyone like her inferior. <gasps> oh, oh, that's is, is she it? just an actress? No, she does it all. Yeah, oh, is this who I it all. think it is? Oh, well, I was going to say Jennifer Aniston. You're no, because I'm First trying to get right. the patterns. Oh, Mike, you're you're on fire today. Oh, Mike, Mike. First names, right? Jennifer Lopez? Yes, Mike. Oh, Look Mike. at that. Oh, my gosh. And now, 
So she's everyone's inferior? Oh, well, here's the story. Let me fill in the blank and then give you the story. So it looks like the rest of the world is finally discovering what all of you folks who follow the blind items knew about Jennifer Lopez, that Jennifer Lopez isn't liked by anyone who's not as famous as her because she treats everyone like her inferior. The latest headline about Jennifer Lopez is that Ben Affleck was at a casino and gave somebody a big tip. Then Jennifer Lopez took the tip out of somebody's hand. And then gave her a lesser tip. What? I'm, I'm shocked. And apparently she does this all the time. Uh, that is revolting. And why haven't we heard it before? I didn't know she was a bad tipper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I just think that. And you can should... you just see Ben? Like, I'm sorry. Because you can. Here's see, a donkey's that card. That would be a big problem. Here's my donkey's punch card. It only needs one more. <laughs> yeah, you get your bogo. <laughs> yeah, because I go to Starbucks now, where I can yeah. be photographed. Well, I didn't want to go to Starbucks, but J Lo made. Me. Yeah, she called the paps. Oh <laughs> uh, well, and you know, by all means, I can see Ben Affleck. You know, he likes to play games, being a generous tipper. And then here's Jennifer Lopez behind him. She's like, we got a future we have to pay for. Hmm. Oh, man. Give me that 20. Yeah. 20. Here's four quarters. <laughs> Go play roulette. That's not even enough for a load of small laundry at the laundromat. <laughs> oh, my God. What's, what's the going rate on that these 150. Days? Is that? 175. I don't know. You get the jumbo load, it's like seven or eight bucks. Oh, you can just throw it all in. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want the in. jumbo load? Who doesn't want the jumbo load? I would do one if I had the money for it. I'm not touching any of this conversation. Okay. Uh, I got a lot of laundry. Let's we do another Well, I'm sorry for the timing of this. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry. Oh no! Oh no! This oh, is oh. where. Oh. Oh. Why? Well, because this, this is look. Here's the curation methodology behind blind items. They have to be <laughs> ones that folks can kind of solve. Mm. They can't get too obscure, mm. and they can't get too. I don't know. There are certain things Dark. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're doing a great job. I'm, I would say she's the best. She is the best. Oh, let's read this one. This superhero definitely got a not old enough to drive girl pregnant. <gasps> No, I know what this is. You do? Yeah. Okay. What kind of what what are his colors? That Girl, we just his, talked about we, him. Oh, uh oh. We did? Not him. Holly. Mm-hmm. It is? Yeah. Don't say that. Henry Cavill. I don't want him I don't Yeah. No, that I don't want that to be true for her, whoever she is. Yeah. Well, that's what the blind items say, and that's why Henry Cavill is saying bye bye to Superman. No. She just ruined it for us. No, Who did? she didn't. The blind item. I'm just saying, like, this is sad. Because here we were like, oh, we don't want Henry no. to go. And now we're like, bye. Oh, no. no. Well, now it's just going to make our segment more interesting when we talk about it. Because with that in mind. Oh, God. That just really. Why? I hope that's not true. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then the rumors. Now, Don, you're pretty new I am. NT That's why lawyers, I'm like the listener. Yeah, NT Lawyers uh, Celebrity Gossip Universe. Mm-hmm. But uh, the story goes is that Henry Cavill likes uh, his uh, female companionship to be on the young side. Yeah, but this is this <sighs> would be grosser. this would be a line that you're not. We don't. That's not. Don't please. I can't. Oh. Well. Oh. Great.
great. Can you leave so us on So they found out something, and they are now like, yeah, you can't do this I anymore. I think that's the implication, right? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> the implication is like, oh, look, now you're too much of a liability for our billion-dollar franchise. We'll find something for you because we're contractually obligated to keep you around, and we can't get around that. However, <gasps> you're not going to be Superman. That is the story I made up in my head. Okay, well, let's, you know what, Holly, you are the most creative and resourceful human, and I want to honor your creativity and also encourage people to go read your Looper articles about pop culture. Hey, you know what? Got one about Superman that's going to drop on Saturday. Oh, my gosh, Look at you, girl. Okay. But not the Henry Cavill one. Uh -uh. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm not, I'm not messing with that. Today is the anniversary of Superman, the original, dropping in theaters. So oh, you okay. Know, you know. I love the OG. Yeah. Are you talking Michael Keaton? That's Batman. That's Batman. Did you say Superman? Yes. Why did I get those two confused? I don't know. The OG, uh, the OG Superman. Yeah. Is what's his name? Christopher Reeve. That guy. Mm-hmm. But George before that, who was the guy on the TV? George Reeves. That guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, Holly. Now that's a movie. With do ben you Affleck. have? <laughs> do you have anything lighthearted to leave us with? No. <sighs> <laughs> well, let's do My this, Holly. What's your favorite now. color? Periwinkle. No. Oh, I oh, love cute. that. <laughs> hey, here, I'm going to change the mood for you guys. Yes. Okay, so, okay. Holly, thank you for the dirt alert, You're as welcome. always. And when we come back, Dawn has a delightful, festive holiday conspiracy theory <laughs> where she thinks those Christmas carols from the Today Show outside Al Roker's house was a total lie. And we'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. <laughs> Al Roker from the Today Show, he is recovering from medical issues relating to blood clots. Mm. Now, his work family had a gift for him oh. that was a big old surprise. I saw this. Didn't they like give him some Christmas carols outside of his house? They did. Um, this was led by Hoda and Savannah. Oh. They led dozens of today anchors, producers, crew members, and security staff in a sing-along of Christmas carols at his doorstep. Oh, that's so delightful. To brighten his day following his hospitalization. Um, and uh, he was admitted into the hospital right before Thanksgiving, and he returned home on December 9th. He's still recovering and they wanted to make sure he knew he was still loved. And, and so they show up with about 500 people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And um, they were pretty proud of themselves about <laughs> it. They were very self-congratulatory. Um, we actually have a clip of them talking about their lovely gift. Okay. 
I feel good. I feel strong. And, and every day, I feel a little bit better. I got a lot of things and people to be thankful for. At least of all, we are back. Back with Jacob Sobroff and also back with some of our conversation with Al yesterday, sharing an update on that recovery. Okay, but we did not leave it there. We're just giving you a little teaser. We spent some more time oh my with Mr. Oh. Roker. Oh, we great. and our entire beautiful staff, producers, oh. crews, security, everybody came out and we did some Christmas caroling for Al and oh. Deborah at the Roker residence. It was Sorry. all a surprise. <laughs> oh. It was one of the most heartwarming moments, I think, all you. of us. Ever. Everybody was in tears. And it was just beautiful and so wonderful to see him. And this place means so much to Al. Like, what to place? have us Work? all just go out there and oh. serenade him was... It was special. emotional yeah. and he appreciated it. It was so special. It, it was is. special, it was powerful. It just, you could you? just feel the love. Done. All over the block. And he, and he looks so good. He does. He yeah, he does. When he came to that door. Done. He started some. He started cracking some jokes. Yeah. He was like, yeah. he was going Country. after Craig. Okay, stop this, like, Don, right now. What are you not buying about this? You think this, what's going on? He they did a lovely thing. He loves this place so much. I'm sorry, you're talking about work or his actual home. What's you came to his actual home? He's a celebrity. Now everybody knows where he lives? Are you kidding me? Don't come to my home. I love you very much, work family, but don't oh come my to my home. Okay, Mike, put no, a note. Please note that we are never going to Don's house. Listen, he is a They're celebrity. just trying to sing him Christmas carols. He was sick. That's fine, but now everyone knows where he lives. Well, There Dawn, are a lot of people that don't watch you TV, and that... not all of them are your aunt, uh, uh, Elsie. Thank you. My aunt's name is not Elsie. Okay, mine was. So. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. I mean, don't you feel like maybe they sussed things out before they just willy-nilly showed up at his doorstep? Well, this is what I hope. Okay. This is where I'm putting my on God, my tinfoil you are just, hat. She's totally tinfoil hatting out right Listen, now. Listen, this okay. is what I hope happened. Okay. I hope that this is not his home and it's a staged home. I hope that oh, they like took this is another... his theatrical doorfront. Yes, they're so... like, let's just go find a rent. I hope somebody they... lives there. Well, maybe they rented it from someone. So what do you think is going to happen? People home. are going to be like, "Oh my God, that's Al Roker's house. Let's go TP it." <laughs> well, I mean, there are people out there who are not stable, and celebrities like. But don't, don't you think that they've thought this through? Like, I mean, it's a Today Show. It's not like you and I just start <laughs> taking a camera. Well, to... I don't. If it's true that they went to his actual home, they didn't think it through. Because sometimes <laughs> people give gifts and they it's more for them than it is for the other person. And maybe he didn't want to be seen. Like, if this was were a woman. Is this about you? Is it about me? That you don't want us to show up at your house with Christmas carols? <laughs> Absolutely not. I, uh, Christmas carol characters. Car- carol? Christmas carols are they're a little uncomfortable. The situation is uncomfortable okay, because now we're you're just somewhere. looking and you're like Oh, hi. Like you're feeling awkward. Is this mm-hmm. what yeah. like threw you for a loop? What's yes, going on? Yes, and I'm Dawn? sorry I might sound like the Grinch right now. The biggest thing is that it's his home. So you just think that they like Privacy. how dare they show up at his house and sing Christmas carols? Yeah. What is this world coming to? They're bringing him festive joy. But I don't think But I, not on his terms. I think the joy is outweighed by privacy. That he's in recovery and he's oh. in his home. So you just think, but you think maybe that's why this is not a, his actual house or what? Well, I would hope that it would be staged. 
Okay. I mean, it's a production. Yeah. The whole thing is a production, Look, and they wanted who, to do a se- nice sentiment. I love a uh, good conspiracy theory, so I'd I'd be all in with you on that. Like, you know, they want to protect his privacy. Right. But I just feel like, wouldn't they just do that? Because you know how this works. You know how this works. Mm. They would have called ahead and said, like, maybe to his wife, like, hey, we're thinking we're going to do this thing. They're not just going to show up because, like, what if Al literally was, was having on a the bad... toilet? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, if it were me and they were ringing my door, I'd oh, be, like, be right <laughs> with you. <laughs> I'm in the John. <laughs> she opens the door. <laughs> To the hallway. I just, I think I'm going to the bathroom. It's it's so jarring. I don't answer the door. <laughs> I love that ever. it's jarring. Nobody I don't watched. answer the door ever. The doorbell oh. rings, and there is no alone. way. There's just no way I'm answering it. I'm no, sorry. No, I you okay. So this this is a wonderful conversation that I'm now learning about you. Mm. I totally never used to be this person, but my partner convinced me are you expecting anyone? And I'd be like, no, but the doors were, the doorbell rang. And he's like, there is no expectation. You need to answer it. Thank you. Jamie. And I was like, really? <laughs> like you don't have to answer. No, no. Turns out you're right now. So MC, you're that person. I am that person. MC will open it and go, Oh, who's this? He will open it and go, Oh, hello. Come on into my home. <laughs> and I'm like, who are they? They're selling us an uh, an alarm system. We already have one. And then he loves to chat people up and try jokes. He likes to try. Oh my jokes god, he's out on he's people. trying jokes uh, out on he, salespeople. Anybody he can get as an audience, whether it be the target. Like what kind person. of jokes? So okay, I'm weird the things. cable guy, and I come he over. He loves to say weird stuff so that people will oh acknowledge his joke, maybe or just like, like he wants joke. to see oh a joke. Like what's a weird thing he's going to throw my way if I'm the cable guy? <laughs> I'm learning so okay, much about this um, relationship. I mean, the reason why I love him so much is because he's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, he's also very good looking and I mean, cares helps. for me. That helps. But he loves to try out his material, I tell him. Uh, he does stand up as well. So it's like he's trying out like he like he loves to make phone calls, which is great for me because I hate it. I hate So he'll call calls. someone for me. He goes, do you want me to call? And I'll go, yes, please. And he'll call up and he'll go, hey. And he'll be like, hey, Brian, how are you today? And they go, go, he's like, Brian, that's just great. Um, Well, I've got this problem here and I hope you can help me because I mean, today's been a doozy for me. I couldn't get off the toilet for 20 minutes. Anyway, anyway, my my girlfriend's sitting here and she's a little shy, but uh, here she is. She's going to give me permission to talk to you. And then I go, you can talk to him. And then he goes, what is going on? And And then he'll be like, gosh, you know what? She has the on her bill. It looks like you charged her double for this month. And you know, we really need some money for um, we're going to buy a, a couple of ski this winter and we're saving up for that. So but he'll add and things in and he'll go, I actually... mean, you know that I mean, ski are super fun. Right, Brian? And Brian's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, Brian's like, I... what is going on with these and then two? He'll t- I mean, this is just that is nothing like what he says. Is it's this entertainment hilarious. at your home? He's he's entertained yeah. by himself. Yeah. But what are you doing? Dying inside. OK. Laughing hysterically or I'm literally laughing, but I'm also embarrassed. Okay. But he loves to do it at the checkout at Target. He'll oh be my like, God. he'll be like, Carol, isn't it a great day? And she'll be like, yeah, it's usually he tries it out on people that are very like, I'm not opening up to you. Oh, and he'll be like, he's that he'll guy. Be like, Carol, I, he loves to use words like, I really got some great savings today. And he's like, these are my items. So he's trying to make their days better. He likes to use sales lingo that isn't ever used in normal dialect. 
to people. It'll be like, there's some great deep discounts on these items. And I really appreciate all of the, you know, and sh- they'll be like, okay, great. Yeah. Carol's like, I'm just collecting a paycheck. Dude. And she, he's like, I'm just so excited about these savings. I'm like, quit saying savings. <laughs> So, so, oh my god! I don't know how we got into oh this. From god. Al Roker. Because we were trying to talk answering about Al Roker, you thought that answering the door, the Today Show is was horrible no for me. singing Al Roker's songs. I don't want my home invaded, oh, please. God. Poor Al Roker. Hey, duly noted. Take that off the Christmas list, Mike. <laughs> Location is denied. Okay, <sighs> I guess t- cancel the the reindeer and the elves. We were going to send her way. <laughs> opening. When we come back, oh, sad story, you guys. A Twin Cities iconic candy company is closing its 